You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. It is great to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in today because we are on mission. We are the church, and it's good for us to remember that. Today's podcast is sort of particularly special to me because I have a pastor friend with me today who I love and admire. He means a lot to me. He means a lot to our church. So today's topic, I want to talk about racism and what I call gracism. Um, Some of our church family may be keenly aware of this, and others may say, Oh, I didn't think about that. But, you know, February is uh, is Black History Month. And as a guy who I have been white all my life, but uh, my guest today is my brother, Anthony McCollum. Hey, Anthony McCollum. Hello to the Carterville family. So, Anthony, I just thought, man, let me bring in a brother that I love and trust yeah. to step into this conversation. And while Carterville is going to take this podcast episode just to show some respect and celebrate Black History Month, because what I really want here is to re- just really to rise above and be the kingdom of Jesus. And I want us to think about ways that the church can be the reflection of God's healing in the world, man. And down here in the South, Honestly, Anthony, I think every place, you know, one of the things that people struggle with, and it doesn't matter if you're the Jews and the Gentiles in the New Testament era, or, you know, if you're the haves and the have-nots in a culture, or in Mississippi's history, if you're African Americans or if you're white community, you know, there are barriers, dividing walls that we put up between one another, and part of the ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ is to break those down and let people love one another. Absolutely. And so uh, you agreed to come chat with me and the church a little bit today to help us think about how God can work in us to push through some of these barriers. And I appreciate you being with us, man. Well, Ben, my brother, I appreciate you allowing me to be with you today. I also appreciate you and the Carterville family. Uh, I love you sincerely from my heart, and I appreciate what you do to reach out across the lines to say, hey, man, let's work together to make some things happen for the kingdom of God. Well, thanks. When you began talking to me about this particular topic, it's really all about us doing what we're doing right now, Ben sitting down and having a conversation and and being open about those conversations to see what can we do to better the kingdom of God. It's all about him being the king and we submit to that authority. And if we're going to submit to that authority, it's all about learning how to walk together in love. Man, I appreciate that. Hey, let me say this too. Like, you know, for the church, I mean, I think... Uh, I think in some ways the pastor needs to lead and lead by example. And so I just want to say on the podcast today, Anthony, your friendship, you know, for the last almost 20 years now has been a big part of what God's used in in my life to help open my mind, help me understand, you know, what you and I talk about sometimes as help me understand the other side of the tracks in a way I never did before. Your friendship um, is helping it's helping me tremendously sure. to grow in this area. So I just want to tell you thanks for that. Yeah, hey, and I, I appreciate you, my brother. You know, I think with the Carterville family, and it goes back to our beloved uh, brother, uh, Brother Hogan, who reached out to say, hey, Anthony, will you come and go to Nicaragua? With yeah, you? right on. You didn't have to do that. Of all the people That's in the right. world, you know, hey, will you come and yeah, go? Yeah. And that began a journey for me with this fellowship of Carterville that I love. This 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 is my church family. Yeah. As I tell people, yeah, I pastor Piney Grove, and I'm a member of the Carterville Baptist Church, <laughs> you, and I'm, I'm proud to say that you're a member of v, VIP status. I'm, I'm VIP status, man. Yeah, I got well, to. So so Anthony, let's talk a little bit. All right, part of man, part of my dream, and I realize you know I realize a big dream. 
dream, and in Mississippi sometimes it seems like a hard dream. Yeah. I'd love to see our churches all taking some steps to grow, to be a reflection of the communities we live in and a reflection of the kingdom. You know, to see more and more barriers come down um, and and more and more that we would grow in the ability to love our neighbor, um, really love our neighbor the way that Jesus wants us to. So one of the barriers that we're talking about kicking down right now is just that barrier of racism that people build up in their hearts, right? Uh, you and I were talking a little bit a few minutes ago about racism as a mindset, and you had some pretty good things to say. Do you mind sharing that on the podcast with us? Well, one of the things we were talking about just a second ago, Ben, was the mindset of racism. Uh, you know, it's it's a powerful thing when we think about our mind and how we create it. Many of us are, are products of the culture, products of the environment that we grew up in. Rather good or bad, that's who we really are. And when you get outside of that environment or get outside of the the situation that you grew up in, you realize the world is a lot bigger than that. And in my case, uh, being born in California and coming to Mississippi, total culture shock. But what I've learned to do is realize, and, and I kept it simple, my mom and dad taught me, people are people, humans are humans. Good word. And if we could just simply learn that and appreciate that, and that every individual, regardless of their skin color, is created in the very image of God. I challenge the people at Piney Grove to not look at people anymore by color, but look at them, man, that is one of God's creations. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine walking around every day and say, wow, that's God's creation, that's God's creation. And we're not looking at what we see with our eyes as right. if it's a color thing, that's one of God's creation. That will make you treat them a whole lot different because that's God's creation. I wouldn't dare harm anything that I think is God's creation. Right on. And you know, Anthony, I mean, if you think about it, to be a Christian, to follow the footsteps of Jesus, like inherently we have to do some things that are hard or different from the culture around us, right? Absolutely. And so it's the most normal thing in the world that we've all inherited the mindset of whatever culture we grew up in. But to be Christian, there are going to be moments where we have to be above that or different than that. And when we step into those moments, it's going to feel awkward at first. Absolutely. And you might even raise a few eyebrows because that's not what culture is accustomed to. But that's what it is to follow Jesus. That's right. So we've got to be bigger than that. Um, hey man, you were talking about dropping rocks a few minutes ago. Let's talk about that. Well, I was. I think I was saying dropping rocks in the sense that we need. We all need to drop our rocks. We all have stereotypes that we've developed and yep. built inside of us that we look at things in different ways. But we need to drop those. You know, I think Ben and I, we have a unique relationship. Even with our wives and our kids growing up, my kids are much older. Unfortunately, I'm much older than you. <laughs> My kids are much older, but I you, think ten. I think ten years. Yeah, ten, ten years or so. Ten but I mean, so. yeah. But in wisdom, in yeah. maturity, <laughs> I mean, you're decades. Yeah, ahead. yeah. Well, I don't know about that now. Uh, but I think our relationship has been unique in the sense that we've been able to look at each other, at first and foremost, as brothers in Christ. Yeah, right. And I've never seen uh, Ben as a white guy. If I should be so blunt here. And I'm as pale of white guys you'll you ever see. Are, you are 100% a white guy. Uh, and I don't think you've ever looked at me as a black man. Right on. You looked at me as your brother in Christ. Yeah. That's dropping rocks, man. Yeah, in right Mississippi, on. you know, that's, that's, un, that's, that's, not, uh, that's not the norm. Everybody tends, uh, 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 tends to see people based upon what they look like. But we didn't come to each other. We didn't meet each other on those bases. That's my brother in Christ. That's my brother in Christ. That's dropping the rocks. That's yeah. that's getting ready, getting rid of the simple things that people build up. Yeah. That is necessary to be able to walk in the very love of God. You know, uh, I don't know you, 
as anything other than my brother in Christ. Yeah. I don't know your wife as anything other than my sister in Christ. I don't know anybody at Carterville other than my brother and sister in Christ. I don't look at it from the standpoint, oh, that's a white church, or I'm a black church out in Miss in Chiplo, yeah. you know? So to me, that's, that's, that's a small part of what I mean when I say, well, you got to drop the rocks and, so, and learn to understand each other, appreciate each other's differences. So, you, you know, you're using the imagery of drop, dropping a rock, and, and I hope I'm following well, brother, but listen, my mind goes to those moments where, you know, in anger, there's a stoning about to happen. You know, whether it's stoning the martyr Stephen or whether it's the guys gathered around that woman in John's gospel, you know, where they're about to stone her. Yeah. You know, and, and when you're saying drop the rocks, I think a lot of us, you know, we're, we're preconditioned just to show up in the morning angry, yeah. you know, yeah. or close-minded. Yeah. And, and there does need to be this moment. I think about that, that, that episode in the gospel of John where, where there's this woman who is right in the middle of the crowd, Surrounded by angry people with rocks, and as Jesus begins his ministry, and now this is that story is not about racism, right? It's about it's about a sin, it's about adultery. But the concept is cool to me that as Jesus begins to dialogue with these people, before you know it, uh, he defuses the anger, and they are literally dropping their rocks. Absolutely. And for them to have be in a position to have their minds changed by God, step one is drop that rock and listen to me. Absolutely. And uh, that's what I'm hearing when I hear no, you talking right. about. Dropping rocks. Well, I think that's a very powerful analogy that you're using right there. Because as Jesus said, hey, whosoever is without sin, that's right. we cast the first stone. Right on. Well, none of us could cast the first stone. Yeah. And so, yeah, if we would drop the rocks so that we could take the time, as you just said, to listen to each other. Yeah. My wife and I are, are 31 years in marriage here coming up in, awesome. in a Congratulations. few Congratulations. And, and uh, thank you, brother. That's, that's a blessing. But we oftentimes say, you know, it's okay that we agree and we won't agree upon everything, but there are going to be some times we definitely disagree. And, but we've got to be able to agreeably disagree. Now, we can say that a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. People talk about that. But, you know, that's a difficult process to actually have. Well, yeah, I want my way. No, you want your way. I believe this. You believe that. Well, what we always try to do, Tanya, what does the Bible say? say? Yeah, right on. You know, what is the foundational that we really should be, believe, should be building our thoughts upon? What does the Bible have to say about racism? The Bible says about racism is that you need to love me. <clears throat> The way Christ loved the church. You know, I, you, you need to walk in love with me as Christ walked in love with his father. Uh, that's serious love, man. I used to tell people sometimes, hey, let me tell you something. You can't go to heaven unless you love me. <laughs> Think about that concept. If I don't love, if I dislike Anthony because Anthony's black, man, that. That disqualifies you. And, and what I hear you saying there, you know, Anthony, my mind is going to say the letter of First John, where the Bible says, you know, that God is love. Yeah. You know, and if there's no love in you, then God's not in you, right? Yeah. Um, if you can't, if you can't love your brother who you see with your eyes, how could you claim to love your heavenly Father who you've never been able to see? Preach, Ben Skipper. You know, and I, that's where that's yeah. what I hear you saying. Yeah. One of my favorite passages in the Bible um, that I and I see this as a powerful cure for racism um, in my own heart and and in the hearts of all of us running. And I know that this passage is specifically talking about the division between Jews and Gentiles, yeah. you know, in the New Testament age. But that's just a different form of racism. Yeah. You know, that's just a Absolutely. different version of an ethnic superiority Absolutely. that Jesus was trying to cure. Well, so Paul, who wrote the book of Ephesians, he recognized that 
in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're all made right with God based on nothing except the crucifixion and resurrection of that's King right. Jesus. That's right. And so if that's our common thread, then every dividing wall comes down. Every, because what matters is, are you in Christ or are you not? It doesn't matter anymore. Are you upper class or lower class? Right. You know, are you Greek or Roman that's or right. Jew? You know, and so in fact, when he talked about salvation, he would say things like, you know, in baptism, now there's no difference between male, female, Jew, Gentile, slave, or free. Right. Okay, so here's a passage that directly <coughs> speaks to that. Just the power of the cross undoing racism. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14, for he himself is our peace who made the two groups one and has destroyed the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. Hallelujah. Love that passage. Man, that, that will preach all day long, Ben Skipper. Hey, let's wrap up with, um, let's wrap up on a pretty practical foot, brother. Um, Anthony, let's think of a couple of things that the church can do this month to take a couple of positive steps um, in our spiritual growth to loving our neighbor well. To seeing gracism take over where racism once held sway, right? Sure. What are a couple of things we can do? So I've got from you so far, drop your rock, change your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that another thing would be is to realize that you just said a powerful thing. God is love. Yeah. Think about that. God is love. The Bible says to owe no man nothing but love. That's right. Is that right? That's right. Owe but, no man anything except the debt of love. Yeah. The debt of love. But guess what? If God is love, owe no man nothing but God. That's a good word. Owe no man nothing but God. And if I'm going to owe no, the only debt I owe to another man is for him to know Christ and the crucifixion of him and how he did it all for me. That's what I owe to every man. And if I drop my rocks, then I got to make sure I walk in that kind of love to owe no man nothing but God, owe no man nothing but love. And I believe we as people, we can do that, man, if we're willing to just open our minds and realize that is God's creation. It's a good word. So check the way that you love your brother. Hey, here's another one. Let's think about this. This is a hard one, uh, especially I I would imagine the more years we've lived, the harder this is, right? Mm -hmm. But what what if you see yourself... Instead of seeing your own person through the lens of your race or your cultural background, let's begin to see ourselves as new creations in Christ first and begin to recognize other people through the same lens. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Hey, man, I love you, and I appreciate you spending time with us on the podcast. I just want to encourage our church family and any of our friends who are listening today, uh, let's all let the Lord work in this area of our life. Let's keep growing into the image of Jesus. Amen. Learn to love one another. Drop your rocks and listen. Let's come to understand our neighbor. See yourself and everybody you look at today while you're on mission through the lens of the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. Anthony, I love and you, man. I love you too, my brother. And though this is what you're celebrating black history, just remember every day is Christ's history. Amen to that, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Anthony. God bless you, brother.